If you need mustard for that corned beef you're making, get Colleen's Irish Mustard. Colleen's Irish Mustard unites mustard haters and mustard lovers from around the world. Currently, Colleen's Irish Mustard has three flavors in mild, regular, and spicy. For more information on Colleen's Irish Mustard, visit www.irishmustard.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the 100% Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Glinsky, and my partner, as always, alongside with me today, Nathan Sabo is here. How are you doing? I am doing great, especially with that 2-0 win for Liverpool. Wait, was it 2-0? Yeah, it was 2-0. I forgot Jota scored two goals. Anyway... Arsenal won today, too. 1-0. Yes, yes. Look at us. Our I teams know. are winning. How about that? Top Let's... four, baby. We're playing in Europe next year. Even though we've been playing in Europe for like five years. But Arsenal. Wait, a serious question. Has it been like, what, six years since they played in the Champions League or something? I, I just... It sounds, that sounds about right. Uh, I think I was in seventh grade. Damn, wow. That is it's, depressing. Yeah. But hey, they actually... Maybe not top four. It's a possibility, though, looking at the table. That, and their game's know, at hand. Yeah. It's COVID. Exactly. I, you never know. I mean, I sure as hell don't trust... I still think Chelsea and City and Liverpool are going to get three, but that fourth spot, man, you know, you look at United taking a dump against Burnley yesterday, and then... Yeah, we're fighting with West Ham, Man United, Tottenham, and Wolves. I mean, look, I think a lot of their rosters are technically better than yours, specifically United, but... United over the last two or three years can't play worth a crap with each other. And Ronaldo, too. There Ronaldo is no and Bruno. Team Solid. Just but, keep blaming the, the coaches. You'll finally find the right one. Yeah, exactly. But I will say the Premier League stopped COVID testing. Yes. Thank God. Because, to be honest, it's been getting out of hand. I mean, for God's sake, within one month we go from postponing every match to the weekend and now we're completely done testing which i think is the right move i i did i agree i never understood the necessity to, to test players especially those that you know didn't have symptoms which is you know 90 percent of the people but you know it's time to slowly move back into normalcy i mean because you look at other ways of life people going to their jobs doing normal not getting tested and everything you know why are we testing players so it's good finally no more postponed games that is true, but let's move on to something that's, you know, somewhat important this weekend. Just a little. And also, one of the teams that's playing is owned by the one and only wonderful Stan Kroenke, who owns Arsenal as well. The Super Bowl is coming up this weekend, and would you predict this matchup? I'd, if no. you say me, If you tell me at the beginning of the year, the NFL season, that the Bengals and the Rams will be playing in the Super Bowl... I would call you crazy, and I suggest whatever you're on, can I be on too? Yeah, like, dude, wherever you're getting your drugs, bring those to me too as well. Because, you know, saying the Rams, okay, the Rams... you The Rams are realistic. You, you could see that. But I mean, then the also, only reason we didn't see that is because Stafford chokes in big situations. Exactly. Made us look like fools as well as many other people. But the Bengals, the effing Bengals, like, Jesus. You know, I mean, I think... Maybe next year, possibly winning the division. I kind of always thought they were ahead of schedule somewhat this year. 
maybe sneak in as a wild card, but no, they went out, won the division. I mean, they're they're in the Super Bowl. The Bengals are in the Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Still hasn't set in for me yet. No, this is a this feels like a very odd matchup. You're not seeing a Patrick Mahomes. You're not seeing a Tom Brady. You're you're not seeing like your traditional quarterbacks here. Joe Burrow in his second season in the Super Bowl. And Matthew Effing Stafford is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's gonna really look good on Detroit. By Detroit I mean the Lions. I I you know And when he means I, by the Lions, the Fords. <laughs> pretty much. I mean Okay, it's the fact that yeah, okay, he's going to the Super Bowl. It's the fact that he did it the minute to... he left, the second he left, he you goes won't. out, wins three playoff games, and now is one one away from winning the damn Super Bowl. Yep. Like what come on, are you kidding me? Yep. And you know, it's just all these people are rooting for Stafford and whatever and you know Guys, he's he's not winning us a super. He's not winning you a Super Bowl. He's not playing for your team. And every win he wins makes the Lions even look worse, which in some ways I kind of enjoy and like because I have a love hate relationship with the Lions. If you if you didn't figure I, that out, I love the fans going. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Um, no, it's not. Jared Goff is your quarterback currently, and if you want to go, Malik Willis could end up being your quarterback here shortly after after April. Don't start that crap because I have been reading stuff about that. Coming top ten quarterback Malik Willis at a Liberty University. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure everybody's been watching him. No, no, you're taking Thibodeau at two. Maybe Hutchinson. I really don't give a flying crap. I know everybody's just give me one of them. Give me Tavon. Yeah. Give me Kayvon or Hutch. That's 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 what I'll take. I mean, do you want the local guy? That's all you're ever gonna hear. I, I, you know, I don't care. Just get a pass rusher. That is the potential to change the whole defense. Please, for the love of God, we need something on this team that's, you know, exciting to watch. It's bad enough watching this crap week in and week out. Biggest story is Jared Goff going to be, you know, not fumble the football. You're not, you're not impressed by, you know, Jeff Akuda, his quarterback skills. His right? ass should be out on the street. I mean, look, I know he's towards Achilles, whatever, we'll give him another shot, but man, does he blow. I mean, you, you look at a top three pick, and I know we're reminiscing about the last regime here. Because Probably the worst regime. Um, yeah, you when you have a top three pick, you need like um, a game changer, like a Miles Garrett, like a Nick Bosa. Khalil Mack. Uh, yeah, it took Jeff Okuda. Jeff freaking Okuda. And he's not even good. Like, it'd be one thing if he was good. He's not even good. He's not even bad. He's just terrible. Yeah, he's not even average. He sucks. He just sucks. I he's... like saying that. He sucks. Along with the Lions and the Fords. They all suck. And throw Kroenke in there, too. Yeah, Kroenke sucks, too. And Fenway Group. Yeah, the FSG Group, which, by the way, I can't say anything bad because they did spend money and sign Luis Diaz from Porto. So. But anyway, let's get, let's get, on, let's get back on track. Liverpool! Let's get back on track to, you know, the Rams, which I think the biggest thing I don't want to see is Stan Kroenke host, hoist the Lombardi Trophy. I think it'll make every Arsenal fan sick to their stomach at the fact that he is hoisting the Super Bowl Trophy and, you know, doesn't show up to the Europa League final. That's cool. That's cool. And not spending money on Vlajevic over January. But enough of that. So the Rams and the Bengals, it's, it's just crazy that, of course, that both of them were number one draft picks, the quarterbacks, that is. Stafford was 
you know, 12, 13 years ago? What was it? Too long ago? I don't know. We had him for 10 or 11 years, 12 years, didn't do crap with him. And just how much how much effort they have, the Rams have put into this team and the Bengals not so much. If you think about it, Jalen Ramsey, how many first-round picks did that cost them? Two? Uh, yeah. Stafford cost them at two. least two. And then you bring in guys like Von Miller and OBJ in free agent. No, Von Miller was traded for, right? Yeah, he was traded for. But but they're doing it. I mean, I don't know if you could say there's multiple ways to do it. I mean, the Rams. They draft kind of, it's extremely kind of the well. Building the super team, but not to the extent of what Tampa did last year. I mean, they they do get veteran old guys in there, but they do, you know, contribute to the team like an Odell or a Von Miller. Um, but, no, I, I look at the Rams and the Bengals, and it's it's kind of, you know, young team on the upswing, kind of here before anybody would have thought they'd been here. But anytime you have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl, you better take it because, you know, it's hard to get there. I mean, you know, especially here. Uh, but anyways... <laughs> You can't, can't, don't tell the Bills that. They made four in a row and didn't win one. How that happened, I will never know. I really wish I was alive to see that. I started watching the ESPN 30 for 30 doc- documentary on uh, on Disney+. Plus. It's not bad, not bad. I got to the part where they lost the first Super Bowl with, they didn't know Bill Belichick was the defense coordinator for the Giants. Really? Yeah, he, he was a de- a, I mean, I knew he was with the Giants, but I didn't know it was at that time. And the game plan Bill Belichick made defensively was just yeah. insane. And then there was a part where Parcells and him had a fallout, and then this and that. Yeah, but going back to the Rams here, they're not going to have a first-round draft selection in seven years based on what they have currently with this year in 2023 already locked up with, already in Detroit. They, their last first-round pick selection was Jared Goff. (laughs) That was their last guy. And then before that was Todd Gurley, who... Not part of the team. And then they had two in 2014, which was uh, Greg Robinson, which I don't believe he's still on the team. I have no clue. I'm not going to be. And then Aaron Donald. And then Aaron oh, Donald. yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard of him. Um, yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, if if you win Sunday, you know, it's, it's, this is, you've thrown all this in there and thrown all that away. And then you suck next Bowl. year and, you know, possibly become the worst team in the NFL and the Lions no, have the number no, one pick. No, that's not going to happen. You know they're going to suck. Not next year, but the year after when they yeah. don't have we don't have their draft pick. But yeah, no, they go out, they win Sunday. You know, you could trade away your whole damn future. I mean, think about what this team and city would give away to win a Super Bowl. I mean, everything. You don't have to play another down of football ever again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's... that's 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 pretty sad. But at the same time, that's probably what a lot of people will give up. But now nah, the Rams, they're. They're there again, and just I don't think it's going to be as boring as the last Super Bowl <laughs> the Rams were in. The last, I mean, oh yeah, Jesus God, that was a very crappy, very bad Super Bowl. And then you just look at a little bit of their draft history. Cooper Cup, third round, third round selection. The he's got to be the best wide receiver, one of a top three wide receiver in the league. Oh least. yeah, I'd say so. And then you know that kind of uh, how about this argument for you? We're going to end because this always goes back to Stafford and the Lions, of course. Um, Everything does. Stafford never made people around him better. Yeah, really. Cooper Cup, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of saying that in the past, too, and he's proven us all wrong. I mean, crap, you're going to have wrong opinions. Welcome to the life of being a sports person. But, yeah. He doesn't make people around him better. Really? Nope, not at all. (laughs) Really? Cooper Cup, Exhibit A. Now a top wide receiver in the league. 
And Cooper Cup was, I would say, he was a good wide receiver last oh, yeah. year. Yeah, he was. And a now solid, he just became, just took it to a whole different he was, level. He was a solid second option on a team, him along with Robert Woods, and yeah, now they're at a whole nother level. And you know, I am just like I prepared myself for the NFC Championship game. I'm just slowly preparing myself to see Kelly Stafford and Matt Stafford hold the Lombardi Trophy together, and all their kids are gonna gather around and they're gonna take a picture and. From Detroit to L.A., from crap to... From rags to riches. Yeah, there you go. There's Even though he made, like, how much? At least over $100 million. Oh, yeah, but you can't have that argument because that's, that's, that's out of context. They all make a crap ton of money. But Yeah, and then they'll probably... I bet you if... Because if, Stafford will probably be the MVP unless... Cooper Cup. Oh well, for sure. For well, for one, it's it's usually a quarterback, and then if it's unless, not a quarterback, it's an offensive player. Unless Cooper Cup has like four hundred yards or something crazy like that, which I don't expect happening. I could see two hundred. I'm expecting a high scoring back and forth game. I don't. I, think. I don't think so because I think the Rams' defense is just a lot better. Yeah, that's fair. I but. Just there's gonna be a question that's gonna be like, oh Stafford, one year out of Detroit and you already win a Super Bowl. Well, the national media is just gonna. I mean, they're gonna. We're gonna go see Dan Orlovsky on. So, okay, no, see, not losers like him. He he gets up on there like a little child. I told you, I told you. Shut up, Dan. You ran out of the back of the end zone. Even though, that, <laughs> even though that's irrelevant. But like the the people that act like children on TV, like him, and it's like, dude, shut up. We can have an actual argument where we provide our opinions without looking like a fool. But that's all that TV crap that you're trying to get the clicks and just like Stephen A. I, I commend you for watching him. Stephen A's funny. Stephen A's funny. I think yeah, he that's he does his job well and that he's an idiot, but he makes it fun so people watch. But there's going to be from Jim Dance mm. interviewing Stafford mm. with the Lombardi Trophy. Al Michael. Al Michael, oh, yeah, yeah. Al Michaels. Al Mike, poor Al Mike. I mean, I think he's gonna retire too, which is a sad day. Al Michaels just no, it'd be Tony Romo interviewing Stafford. Oh, God, Tony, so what does this mean to you guys? Nothing, nothing at all. Al Michaels interviews Stafford with the trophy in his hand, the towel, you know, around his neck. What does it mean to leave Detroit? No, and- better yet, I bet you it's gonna be Tariko interviewing him. And Tariko is from Ann Arbor. He's a Detroit native, <laughs> so that'd be really good. <laughs> there's a lot of Detroit. There's a lot of Detroit na- uh At least people that have lived in Detroit, natives, gonna be at this game. You got Tariko. We got Eminem, Stafford. Bro, just just no. Like this, this God, everything that could have possibly gone wrong against this organization has. Which, again, in some ways, I'm happy because screw the team. Exactly. And, to be honest, it makes for a good argument and good talking points because... Let's go. Let's just move the team to London. Move them right next to the Emirates. I mean, Lions would work. Lion is a very... London British. Lions. London Lions. It works. It does. It has the alliteration. There we go. Just move them next to the Emirates. You know. <laughs> no, they would play in Tottenham Stadium. Oh, they would because Tottenham Stadium is state-of-the-art and it has the field underneath which it's impressive it's impressive but also screwed down them at the same time hey we've had this conversation the lions and spurs are very very similar in the sense of that not success but like at the beginning of the year they always 
bring you in a little bit. They went, look, look at with Nuno this year, Tottenham. They won like three in a row. They beat City. They always bring you in, think you're going to believe. They have oh. Harry Kane, Matt Stafford. Very, very similar. And they kind of look alike, if you think about it, maybe in some ways. No, not really. No. I bet you they don't talk alike, though. I, I can guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee you that. Yeah, search up Harry Kane doing an interview. You can't hear okay, a word. Okay, you know, so what? I was going to say, like, Tottenham has been relevant. And... No, they're relevant. But I'm just saying, like, with the buying in factor and, like, they get get your hopes up and then it's just crap downhill, which I love. Yeah. See, I've 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 bought into the Lions once. Oh, I bought into the Lions. And then they just crap shoot right after, and they're just terrible. But see, I love all the 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 quote unquote real Lions fans out there that would probably hate me for saying this stuff. That dress up. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think if you're an adult and you dress up to a pro sports team, you're a loser. So, so wear a jersey. That. Yeah. Or here's an idea. Don't go. Spend your money somewhere else instead of watching that crap product. Yeah, maybe if everyone just stopped going. And it doesn't make you a better fan that you're there when they lose. You're just part of the problem, okay? I mean, it doesn't... Maybe if we just don't show up. Maybe if we just don't... No one shows up to the game. Don't show up. What's the point? I'm sure the game day environment is really amazing down there for an 0-17. Sorry. What, what what were they three twelve and one? It's sure, sounds about 313 right. Three thirteen and one. There you go. games. Yeah, no, forget it. Anyway, back to the Rams and Bengals. I love how we just get off track and I just know. talk and trash about I, the Lions. I, I think it's be- well, it's simple as that. It's like the biggest talking point here in Detroit, Metro Detroit specifically. You know, it, it's all Stafford oriented, obviously and rightfully so. It's all people are going to want to talk about, and. Yeah, it's just it's just great. It's just great that it was one year that's, after. That's what. See, yeah, if exactly. it happened, if it happened next year, okay, he he had it. If he choked again this year, if he choked in this play in these playoffs, then it's like, oh, same old Stafford. We already knew this. But and then if he did it twenty twenty three, he's already in. He's already in the Super Bowl and he won it. Mm. But the fact immediately year immediately. one. And God. he goes out and wins the division, too. Forgot about that. When was the last time the Lions won a division? 90s? I don't know. I don't care. Screw that team and screw Sheila. And yes, I can still be a fan of the team and hate the ownership group. Okay? I'm an Arsenal fan. I hate the ownership. There you go. Even yeah. though nobody knows what you're talking about. Exactly true. There's <laughs> no... the. Two... You're probably one of the only fans here in America that is... Well, to be fair, there are a lot of soccer, a lot of Arsenal fans here. But, like... Who even know what Kroenke owns, the Arsenal and the Rams. Like, No, didn't NBCSN say, oh, Lars? Yeah, during the soccer coverage, not during the football coverage. Oh, did you know that Stan Kroenke also owns the Rams? And the Super Bowl will be here on 630. He owns four professional sports teams. Also four. And also part of Walmart. Yeah, his wife, is his family founded Walmart. Like... Because I believe it's the Rapids. No, I think it's five. No, oh, yeah, he does own the Rapids. Rapids, Avalanche, this nuggets, is the Nuggets. The Nuggets, the Rams. Rams, and Arsenal. And Arsenal, the one oddball out of Oh, them. and as of course, there was always Arsenal's the crown jewel of... My, yeah, sure it is. No, it ain't. It's the Rams. It's the fact that you should also be mad about the part that he's hosting the damn Super Bowl this year. Yep. He is hosting it. Which, 
it's never happened in Super Bowl history until last year. Now it happens back to back years that the home team gets to play, or not the home team, but yeah, because the, the Bucks, the Bucks did play there, yeah, which I found kind of odd. But you know, it's it's you know, I just hate owners in general. Yeah, they really. Suck. I mean, we can get into the baseball thing a little later. No one on, cares little, for baseball. Thank, thank I'm you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Thank I'm just kidding. You. I mean, I think baseball owners are the worst. Crying poor. Yeah, sure you are. But back to, back to the Super Bowl because we just keep venturing off. We topic. just don't care about the Super Bowl game, and we just care about Stafford, which is pathetic. But that's what we yep. get for living in this cloudy, cold, miserable place. Only for three, three or four months. Only, only for three or four months. That's what we're going on. Only. Wow. But all right, let's let's get back into the game. I think Joe Burrow is. If if I'm leading up to this game, I am punching every one of my offensive linemen and just saying, please block for more than three seconds. Because you saw against the Chiefs, the Titans even, even the Raiders a little bit, that, you know, he drops back to pass, and there's immediately pressure in his face. And now you're playing against a Rams defense that has, I don't know, maybe Aaron Donald, a... A superhuman running against you and will get to the pressure, quarterback no matter what. So it's it, the that offensive lineman. I think that's really where it's where it is going to be. Uh, one for the Rams is going to be the defensive line because Stafford can Stafford and that offense can put up points no matter what. Oh yeah, but it's the fact can the Bengals stay up is if they can keep it going because yes Burrow we've seen him what was it twenty seven points he scored against the Chiefs twenty four and answered or whatever. It's yes, Burrow camp and the Bengals can put up points, but it's can they do it for a full game? They didn't do it for a full game against the Chiefs. They didn't do it for a full game against the Titans, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it against the Raiders. I would say the Rams have played well for all the all the quarters that they've played in. Oh, besides, yeah. besides a little bit in t- maybe the third quarter against Tampa, third and fourth quarter when they almost blew it. But to be fair, that it's not Stafford's fault. That, no. that, I mean, come on now. It's it's I think it's really gonna be if can the Bengals keep up. That's it's really kind of like an old miss playing Alabama. No, I, I agree. And I think obviously the Rams are favored going into this and I do think the Rams are gonna pull it off. But you know, looking at obviously that's my biggest concern as a ba- if I'm a Bengals fan, is that old line. I mean, didn't they give up like eight or nine sacks to Burrow in the first playoff game or whatever was crazy? Was eight. And yeah, they still won, but like, you know, it's fair to say that Vegas is a little better than the Rams. Yes. <laughs> or no, sorry, the Rams are a little better than Vegas. What am I kidding? But yeah, that that is going to be true. And that you know, you got Aaron Donald coming at you. I mean, best defensive player in the game, one of the best overall. He was it's, sacked nine times in the oh, divisional. Oh, not round. eight, nine divisional round. Oh, divisional. So Tennessee, which yes, still the Rams are better than Tennessee. He's been sacked forty four times this entire season. Wow. That is incredible. I mean, I don't really think I know where the Bengals are going to be looking at in the offseason. They but, could have had they could have had Penny Sewell. Yeah, obviously, I think the Rams are the better all-around team. There's no argument there. And like you said, they can put up points, and they can put up points fast. Um, but it's just that that old line for Cincy, man. Can you hold up against Aaron Donald? And that for, like, more rush? than three seconds. Like, I, I, I guess I could, if you can guarantee me Burrow's only going to get sacked four times... I think I may take that as a Bengals fan. But the one thing I do like about Joe Burrow here, and I will take him over Stafford, is... I think, actually, including the postseason stats a little bit, I keep seeing a different number. 51 times he's been sacked this entire year. That's still a lot. 
<laughs> That's a lot. Jesus, 51 times. My God. But uh, I, I think Joe Burrow, he's proven it since he was in Six college. times against the Raiders. He's a, he's a game six times. This is so bad, man. Yet they're in the super. Imagine your team being, I guess you could say, good enough to have a horrible all line and give up fifty one sacks in a year to your quarterback, and you're playing in the damn Super Bowl. I mean, damn. And then Burrow in twenty twenty was on pace to get sacked a near record time oh, seventy five times. That. that was just a matter of time before he got injured last year, and obviously he did with the ACL. If I'm Joe but, Burrow, I want out of Cincinnati already. Eh? Oh, <laughs> I'm getting sacked on. so many times. Joe Burrow is a game winner, though. Like, that is... He, he is... That's the one thing against Stafford, which I still don't think he is. He's not He's not the driven winner mindset. No, he, I don't he, think so at all. He needs... The, he's the Matt Ryan. He needs people around him, obviously the Rams, to win. And that's totally fine. I mean, for God's sake, he's already won three uh, playoff games so far this year. And that's fine. But I just think... If it comes down to Burrow Stafford, if you're picking like crunch time, I'm taking Burrow. I think I'm gonna take Burrow. I'm I mean, taking Burrow any day of the week. Ever since he's at LSU, I mean, all this guy does is win. Ever since the the loss against U- UCF, UCF that was when he got absolutely rocked, yes. and everyone's like, "That's the that's the exact turning point." Seen of, the video a thousand times where over the last week. where he gets rocked after he threw a pick, I believe. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, "That is the point in time when Joe Burrow became a superman superhero in." Just decided to go yeah. off in football, and now he's they won a won a playoff or won the college football playoff. Went un, I believe they went undefeated, didn't they? Yeah, they went fifteen. That team was. They went into Tuscaloosa and put up forty. That team. That is impressive. Insane. And yeah, yeah, I was wrong about Joe Burrow. <laughs> I I was I was too. I thought you know system quarterback, a lot like Jared well, Goff, and and rightfully so because after one he was mediocre his first season. And then you get Joe Brady, yeah, but, and he but goes off. What? We were wrong. You're wrong. I was wrong. That's, that's what, the whole point. At the end of the too. day, we don't know anything. Nope. I mean, that's the beauty. We just have it. a small little podcast that like 20 people talking listen Talking crap, and we don't know a single thing. I mean, my God, I didn't think Herbert would end up being like this. I didn't think. I thought Tua, <laughs> I thought Tua was the best QB in the draft. I, think, <laughs> I, I did think this comparison, I believe... Where the Bengals are now is kind of where I think a lot of people thought possibly the Dolphins would be. Yeah, that's fair. Because, you know, all the high draft picks they had and now with, you know, the owner wanting... The head coach got 100 k for every loss he had because he wanted a better draft pick. But, you know, looking at the Dolphins, they, you know, had Tua for a second season. They just drafted high and getting, uh, I believe it was Jalen Waddle, and just all overall they've been stockpiling picks, stockpiling picks. I believe they have a lot... A few first runners this year, and I think a lot of people expected the Dolphins to be in this. But it's of all teams, the Bengals, who of course heading into this postseason had a longer playoff drought than the Lions. And I love that we're gonna somewhat end it on the Lions part. But talking about the Dolphins, that's that's a whole nother conversation for another day. That whole situation with firing Flores and him suing the NFL, which I think is just great. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, before we move on uh, to eventually break and the fun part of the Super Bowl, a.k.a. the bets and all that stuff, quick score prediction for Sunday night. You know, this may not happen. It probably won't happen. But I'm predicting a high-scoring game, even with the Rams' defense. We're going to go Rams 37, Bengals 28. That's right. Matthew Stafford. 
We'll hoist the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the night. I would agree with you with the Rams winning, but I think that Rams defense is a lot better than giving up, what was it, 28 points, 27 points you said there? Yeah, sure, why not? I don't know. I would say 31-20. Fair. That's fair. And by the way... We're going to have the trophy presentation of Parade down Woodward Avenue. Because Matthew, Matthew Stafford's going to bring the Lombardi Trophy back to Detroit. Back to Detroit? Uh, sorry. Oh, well, technically, to Detroit. Well, technically, it has been here before. It just, yeah. you know. <laughs> in it was case, it was in, display. It was in Big Ben's hands. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that's right. The one shining moment for this freaking team. But, yes, a parade for Matthew Stafford down Woodward. Because Stafford won, he won it for the Lions. Because he doesn't play for the Lions, he plays for the Rams. But he did win it for the Lions, not for the Rams. That would be gold. Just to, like, go, like, walk by right by Ford Field and have him host the Lombardi Trophy in a Rams jersey. <sighs> that would be, that'd be very funny. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is you would still have Lion fans going well, to Well, yeah, those, are, those people are losers, and screw them, quite frankly. Yep. All right, we're going to move on to break right after this. Okay, we're back, and also with the Super Bowl, there is a lot of extra things which you don't really get with other sporting championships like the finals, March Madness, NHL, MLB, all that stuff. You get the commercials that are super expensive, like $5 million to make a... Six and a half million this year for a 30-second time slot. Exactly, and then you have the halftime performance, which... Nathan is very enthused by. So are you. Yeah. I mean, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Who else am I missing? I'm missing uh, the Mary J. Blind Village, whatever her name is. I. Yeah, very. Well, Eminem and, you know, Snoop. Dr. Dre and Snoop. I think Ice Cube's supposed to be in it. Really? I thought so. Oh, that'd be sweet. No, are you? Really? I thought they said. Okay, that would be freaking amazing. Anyway. I am somewhat hyped for a halftime show, which usually I could give a rat's ass about the halftime show. Um, but, yeah, man, come on. Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop, hell yeah. Kendrick Lamar was in That's who, Kendrick Lamar. Who hasn't come up with an album in like six years. Yeah, but I, I, I like him. He's all right, albeit I don't really listen to a lot of rap and hip-hop. Yeah, but I thought, I thought Ice Cube was supposed to be in it. Maybe I he's saw not- nothing about that. Uh, maybe. Do you, just, do you know something we don't know, Ryan? Possibly, possibly. Oh, I, I look at this guy over here. Insider for the Super Bowl. But now, then you also have the bets that you have that's not, you know, really on the game. Like you have, oh, what will be the first commercial or the over under for the national anthem? Nathan's got a few that are pretty interesting for this upcoming Super Bowl. Yeah, well, this one's really not that interesting because I don't even know who the hell this is. Uh, singing the national anthem uh a minute 38 i don't know if that's long is that long minute 38 <laughs> i don't know i've never sung the okay, national i anthem. just feel like every time it goes over because every time the performer is out there they're trying to do it their way and it always goes over and there's always like they hold that high note really high yeah, and... i cannot believe we're breaking down the star spangled banner i'm gonna go over i would say over too but i don't i've never sung the national anthem before so you dirty, dirty commie! Like How I've never, like you. I've never, like sung it and like timed myself. Why? No, I know, I got you. I, I mean, I can't. <laughs> I've never like. Neither. No, I'm. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna sing myself, or I'm gonna, you know, record how long it takes me to sing. Please, this. God, no! Or put everybody around you to make sure to have earbuds in when you do. 
Anyway. I have a good voice. I have a great voice. I have a Whitney oh, Houston oh, voice. Oh, okay. I have a Whitney Houston sure. voice, some people anyway, say. Anyway, there's only really other, another one that I find interesting, because I really do think that this is very interesting. It has nothing to do with the game whatsoever. But it'll be, what will Eminem wear on his head during the halftime appearance? And we got four options here. We got nothing at plus 150, a hat at plus 200, a hood at plus 250, or my personal favorite. The do-rag or bandana at plus 275. See, the thing is, I don't see Eminem ever wearing a do-rag, and I've never yeah. seen it. <laughs> um, based off, you know, I would say, what is it? He usually wears a hat. More a like... Or hood. What I'm trying to say, like, present-day Eminem, compared to, you know, from the early 2000s, right. where he never really wore, he would just bleach blonde hair. Right. I think, based off present-day, it would be, I feel like it's going to be a hat and a hood. Hat and a hood, okay. That would be very interesting because I don't know what the hell you would get. Because like you for. see that, well, see that, that, that right there. We're looking at a picture right now. That is modern Eminem, right? Uh, there. Yeah, that's with, that's with present day Eminem. Which I could see him wearing that. I'm gonna go with the hat. Now another thing, I don't have the. If odds I have to pick on, one, it'd just be the hat. Okay, I don't have the odds on this, but the color of the Gatorade. I'm going with orange. I even though even though the Rams are gonna win, I'm gonna go with orange. Orange, I. Th- Think because is it isn't there something where like they have all flavors of Gatorade on the sideline? I, I just feel like orange is the one I see the most, or is the most common. Or we could have, or we could have Cheez Its if you win the Cheez It Bowl, or the or Mayo. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. Ugh, Ugh, get mayo dumped on you. I, I'd voluntarily lose that game so that wouldn't happen. But I would, I would say, um, I I want to say blue. I want to say it'll be blue. Okay, all right. Well, I think, think it'll be blue. I'm gonna, like I said, switch it up. It's gonna be orange, even though the Rams are winning. Okay, that's really it for interesting stuff. I mean, you can go so in depth with this. What's stuff gonna be the coin toss? I mean, fifty fifty, obviously. Um, but anyway, we got a will little. Will the will the lights go out again? That happened. I feel like that's happened more than once. We just don't remember. You know what? That you know what? Of course, all of this comes back to Detroit. That would be the most Detroit thing. Have a power outage in the middle of the game, even though it didn't happen here. It happened in was it New Orleans. I, I think know. it would be New Orleans because that was the Harbaugh Super Bowl, <laughs> where your boy oh. Jim Harbaugh was in. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Um. Anyway, NBA trade deadline was today at three o'clock, and um, Jeremy Grant is still a Detroit Piston, which you know it's. I, I think they're just asking for way too angry much. Angry at it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's gonna be a. Trade deadline, or not trade deadline, draft day, trade, or over the offseason. But the Pistons did make another move. They picked up Marvin Bagley for Trey Lyles, Josh Jackson, and two second-round picks. So. Trash for trash. Exactly. Crap for crap. Trash for trash. But and, the, um, what we got in return is basically just, it's a big man. They, they need one. Yeah. And he's got potential upside because he was drafted highly... In, I believe, the 2018, maybe 2017 draft, whatever that was, by the Kings. And we all know the Kings, though, they traded they trade away Tyrese Halliburton. Okay, the Kings just did another Kings move. The Kings are the Kings. The Kings are the Lions of the NBA. Basically. But, yeah. So, I mean, hell, I, I there's no downside to this. They, it was a four-team trade. I was very yeah, impressed they, by that. Jeez, four-team trade? I think it was the Clippers, the Bucks, and the Kings. Yeah, I, I'm not smart enough to figure that out. Like, that's just too many people involved. Anyways, yeah, there's a 5% chance this turns out to be great. If not, who cares? Maybe one day there will be like a 32-team trade. 32. And they all just trade second-round picks. 
Okay. That'd, that'd be really funny. What what the point of that is? No idea, but it'd just Anything be funny else to on see... the Bagley trade or no? Not really. I mean, there's nothing much to say other than no, he's injured all the time. You put it right. It's trash for trash. It's really. he's injured all the time. That's about it. Oh, uh, but the big blockbuster trade of the day: James Harden leaving the Nets, going to the Seventy Sixers for Ben Simmons, uh, two first round picks, and a bunch of no name. Well, I shouldn't say no name players. Seth, Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and then. Uh, was it Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap? Yeah, so basically Ben Simmons two first to the Nets for Harden. Uh, your thoughts on that? The Nets are just a very poorly ran organization. Um, I think they kind of just, they brought a whole bunch of egos with the super team. Yep. Kyrie, Harden, KD. Yeah. On paper, that looks like a great, a great team. But, and then you all, but then you have, I don't know. A whole bunch of egos, and then you have Steve Nash as your head coach, who's never done this before. He's a yes man. I, I don't, I don't doubt that Steve Nash is a great basketball mind. I oh think yeah, he's got a great no. mind, but I don't think he's a coach, especially in the NBA. No, and he doesn't. Like I said, didn't have really any experience coming into no. this, and yeah, it's just too many egos on that team. You could have saw that from the start. I'm sure we pointed that out in earlier episodes. Like that's going to be the biggest task for Steve Nash on that team is can he keep them in check and then the whole Kyrie thing don't get me started on he that. only plays half you the talk games. about a loser he's an absolute loser right there I, I don't know why the Nets should have just cut his ass at the beginning of the year but you know it's uh Ben Simmons finally gonna get a I don't really think going to New York is gonna be the best he went from him in terms of media coverage and fan base Nope, should have came right to Detroit where no one really cares for the Pistons yeah. in national media. But, I mean... It is a fresh start. You yeah. just get to play with KD. You know, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure KD's going to want out now in the, the offseason. They, do, they do get to play with the Piston rejects. Oh, Bruce God. Brown, Andre Drummond, and Blake Griffin. And the wrong Curry, brother. Yeah, the wrong Curry. KD oh, and geez. Seth Curry on the team now. Not Steph. But that Warriors team's actually really... Really yeah. good now, based with now with a healthy clay. Clay Thompson's back finally. How about that? Almost three years. Yeah, I mean, just a minute. ACL and Achilles back to back. Like yeah. a lot of people probably would have just called it quits. You're not playing in the league for two years plus. Like that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, he got injured before COVID started. <laughs> and COVID's been around forever. It, it feels seems like. like it. All right, let's move on to the fast five. Right before we go, if you don't know what the fast five is, five questions. We try to answer as quickly as possible. But we never really do. Yeah, we never <laughs> never do correctly. Number one, favorite to win the Super Bowl next year. Well, you know, those odds are going to pop up right on ESPN right after the game. and um, yeah. Oh, it will. It all, every, oh, yeah. every time it does. I guarantee you Tampa Bay will not be the favorite. Nope. <laughs> I think it's just going to be the Chiefs. I would agree. Chiefs or the Bills? Chiefs or Bills. I You know, either one. Yeah. I, I would agree with that 100%. Number two, should this is a little bit of a tougher question. Should the All Star should All Star games exist anymore in any sport? We can do a whole episode on this. Uh, no, they're irrelevant. They're a waste of money. Nobody cares. It's a meaningless game, and it's a stoppage in the middle of the season that makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, they don't tackle. They don't tackle anymore. Yeah, like the tickets for that game in Vegas were thousands of dollars. You want to go to a game where you ain't tackling? Are you kidding me? And no, I don't. I don't need to see that. No, no I'm, I'm. Make a make an all star team at the end of the year, like an all first, like they do in college. Yeah, that that would make sense. 
But then you get occasional, oh, I was disrespected. No, I, I really don't game. care. You know, the game is stupid and meaningless. Next question. Thoughts on Zach Taylor's comments on Ben Johnson being the new OC, if you don't be the new offense coordinator for the Lions. The quote was basically saying that he's tried to hire Ben Johnson before many, many times. Sure. Which I don't... Look, I, I think it's just another friend hyping up another friend. I mean, yeah, does he like him? Yeah, he probably did try to hire him. But, like, he kind of, you know, obviously he's going to do what he's going to do. I have no issue He's got with that. Ben Johnson apparently but, has the again. one of the brightest sports yeah. minds, football minds, in the game right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll see how that is when he's compared, when he is <laughs> gets in that offense with Jared Goff. Amon Ross, St. Brown, and DeAndre Swift. They got to get a line, though. Oh, God, that team blows. Continue on. Hockey, right in your wheelhouse, Nathan. Why should Lucas Raymond or Mo Sider win the Calder Trophy over Trevor Zegers? Well, I think Zegers has been getting the shine because of the one, the Michigan goal he pulled off, which, if you don't know what it is, it's basically take the puck on your stick, skate around the net, and score it in the net without the puck coming off your stick. I really don't know how to say that in hockey terms. I apologize to the hockey elite. Uh, but I think <laughs> I think Raymond and Sider, they just... they. They've had a bigger impact on the team. The problem with Zegers is he's the flashy kid who scores the flashy goals and will get the person who doesn't watch a lot of hockey. They'll get their vote. But, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I guess Any I, comments on that, Glinsky? Come on. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I, I don't at all. But if you guys are ever interested, speaking of the All-Star, the NBA All-Star team just drafted their, their team. Ooh, I can't wait to see. God. Last question. Get rid of it. Is the FIFA World Cup bigger than the Olympics? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I really am convinced nobody gives a flying crap about the Olympics anymore. I don't think anybody's watching it. You can go look at the TV ratings. And, you know. also helps that it's a whole day ahead and you know what happens. Yeah, which is bad for us. I mean, hell, even Europe, it's like eight, nine hours ahead or whatever. But I definitely think the World Cup's bigger. It's... Soccer is everyone's sport. Everyone, every yeah. Every country plays soccer yes. to some extent. Winter sports, not so much. Look at South America. <laughs> look at Africa. They, exactly. It's uh, Then the summer's a little different. The summer's a little different. Yeah. But it's, I mean... And to be fair, World Cup's every four years. Olympics every two. You know, that yeah. could partly be it. But I just think... And it's just, it's just the best players on the biggest stage... Yeah. For soccer. You and, know the players. Yeah. You don't know who the hell these Olympians are until the Olympics come around. Hey, you'll know what? Michael Phelps, Simone yeah, Biles, that's Yeah, Michael it. Phelps. That's, that's Anybody else other than Michael? Like, seriously. I guess you could say Simone Biles. She's the gymnast. But, yeah. Lochte. Yeah. Oh, for all the wrong reasons. Yes. <laughs> but, but um, yeah. Sean White. That's, World Cup is big, even though this year it's going to have a lot of controversy attached yeah, to it. It's, and rightfully so. Yeah, there's going to be tons, and it interrupts the season. But we all love the World Cup way more than the Olympics. Nathan, like to add anything before no, we go? No, that's all. Go, go, USA. Come on. <laughs> all right. Uh, until next time. See ya.